Welcome back to the Outrun Gamescast. I'm your host, Jose. This is your host, Ryan. And this is the top 10 games of the generation. back so uh ryan how was your week fantastic happy to be back and talking more video games let's uh <laughs> let's get into it let's get down and dirty <laughs> all right so it looks like we're going to be talking about our top 10 games of this generation and it really doesn't matter what platform so like pc xbox playstation um and nintendo so it can be like any of them just uh, a, a top 10 um that we and not like i guess it's our personal top 10 does that sound good yeah so we're talking this is just our personal favorites list it's not the best or anything it's just what what we enjoyed the most um with you know with the with this generation winding down coming to a close at the end of this year presumably um you know yeah we thought it'd be fun to kind of take a look back and see if we could uh just list some of our favorite games that we experienced in this generation and uh and then we'll go forward cool I am so down for that. And um, obviously, if the game is not out yet and I'm looking at Cyberpunk, um, <laughs> uh, we can have like a little like honorable mentions, I guess, towards the end um, of things that are obviously not on our list now. Um, and then we can and we probably can even like revisit this uh, later too, or get like a quick update to see if Cyberpunk Because are you are you getting Cyberpunk? Uh, yeah, I'll get it for sure. Um, okay. Part of me says maybe not day one, but um, that part of me lies to myself. So I'm sure I'll buy it right away unless it got like mediocre reviews. So I'll I'll be getting in there, um, getting down and dirty that. So yeah, I'll okay. be getting that for sure. So so yeah. So then in November when this game comes out, because I think they said November 19 or something like that. For so now. when this game comes out, it, wait, you you said 12. No, no, I said for now. Oh, I know, right, for now. <laughs> um, so when this game comes out, we'll just do a quick update and say, hey, did this make your top 10? And we'll go from there. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know if you want to start. For, so basically what we're going to do, you know, we'll start at 10 and we'll just go back and forth, listing our own. And then, you know, if so if your seven is my four, when you list it at seven, then we'll both talk about it. And then when we come to my four, I'll just say it again. And then we'll we'll move on. Sounds good. All right. Um, you can go ahead. Start. Start it off. Oh, you want me to start? All right. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know about you, but uh, when I was putting this list together, I think I came up with about 26 games off the top, and I <laughs> yeah. had to just cut that chaff right down. So, uh, my number 10, uh, which this might sound like a joke answer, but it's not, uh, it's Golf Story on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I just, I absolutely loved the game uh when i heard golf rpg it, that didn't really sound that appealing to me but once i got in there just i was blown away by just how charming and funny the writing is um you know not to get into like too deep of spoilers i guess we'll kind of skirt around most spoilers on this uh discussion if we can but uh you know at one point you're on like some kind of P- like a tour event just playing regular golf then you're solving a murder mystery at the clubhouse and then you're fighting zombies and goth kids in the middle of the night and it's just the game takes you all over the place there's no rhyme or reason where you're going um and i just absolutely i just adored every second of that game i thought it was so so enjoyable um and just yeah. the golf mechanics itself were just really you know they're simple and then they but the game still can be challenging as they kind of make more difficult courses and such so i think that was uh really surprising just how much fun it was just the mechanics of the golf game so number 10 golf story just just cracking the top 10 there nice yeah my uh number seven is golf story uh so i definitely enjoyed the game the story was good although i haven't finished it i'm on the last (coughs) on the last tournament i just haven't been able to finish it and you know i just i get i get distracted i move on to games so it has to like kind of like not i don't want to say keep my attention but if i don't finish it like right then and there like it'll it'll be hard for me to finish it later on but golf story it was funny for being a pixel art game a two like a 2d game it 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 looks good uh the writing was hilarious and all the um 
the uh, what are, what are those things called in golf? The uh, the field, I guess. The uh, the courses. The courses. <laughs> the field. The field of play is what you were. Of, the field of of courses was great. Um, a lot of variety. What I hated was the um, disc golf. That was that was kind of frustrating. Um, what did you think about the disc golf? I know there's like yeah, only I two wasn't... portions of it, but right, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy the disc golf so much. I liked the little posse of disc golfers that like were just hipster and just too cool for school <laughs> uh, in the game that you encountered. But yeah, actually playing disc golf was not enjoyable at all. But it wasn't as bad as golf. That was a while funny was Galf. a travesty. <laughs> golf. Um. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think again you don't you don't have to tell us you didn't finish a game. We'll all just assume you don't finish the game. <laughs> it's more noteworthy to tell us that uh, that you finished the game. That's the man bites dog headline I think here. If you finish something, not that you didn't finish because because we know. <laughs> so you know, writing my list down of like games, I actually have finished quite a few. I finished more than what I thought I finished. Um, wow. I know. I'm wow. pretty. Sure, I'm pretty pretty happy with myself here um <laughs> so yeah so number seven was my golf story but my number 10 is control uh control i, I wasn't 100 percent about this game before i got it um once i got into it and started really uh playing it and enjoying the story the story is pretty good creepy a little weird the game and the atmosphere looks good uh it's actually i did finish this game and I even got a first platinum on this game. This is my first platinum ever. Um, I'm currently playing through the deal or the first expansion now. I know the second expansion I think just came out or is coming out. I think this week actually. So I kind of need to like get back on that and finish it. But um, Control was really good. Definitely a creepy, weird game. I think everybody should play it at least once. I'm not gonna pick up that Ultimate Edition just to play it on next gen for the next gen benefit won't do that no so i know i didn't get a chance to play control yet because i i heard on a regular ps4 it it chugs and has some issues you know i i don't have a ps4 pro i have my little plebeian (laughs) ps4 that sounds like it's gonna take off and uh fly to new zealand any day now (laughs) um so i i i'm kind of waiting i think until i get the ps5 to uh to check it out And, and if you keep playing these expansions and you say they're actually good then maybe i'll just go with the ultimate once i get that ps5 and then i can really enjoy it um so i know it, it's made by the people that made alan wake i never played any of those games either um i guess how does it hold up against alan wake do you prefer control to that or what do you think i loved alan wake i actually finished alan wake back in the day um <laughs> alan wake is is really good it's very like creepy um, just because you're in the woods with like a flashlight and I think like a handgun, if I remember correctly. Um, it, I, I, I feel like they both hold their own. Um, they're just, but they're both just really like creepy games with like, um, for, like for example, like you go into control, you're in this building and it's like the employees of this building they're all just like kind of like floating some of them are just floating in midair just like frozen just in midair just there and it's it's really weird when you get like up close to it uh but since you've never played it on ps4 i definitely would get it on ps5 and go for it i just don't know if it's it's a worth a second playthrough for like me on ps5 when there's really nothing added to it yeah no i i yeah if i was you i definitely wouldn't upgrade it for any reason but yeah i think that is going to be perfect for me you know i'm hoping to get the ps5 when it launches you know i'll have miles morales and now they've said you know ratchet clank is launch window i don't know if that means like february or what but um so that's cool but yeah this could be something that when that that ps5 drops if i don't have something else to play i could just this will that'll be like my if there's a quiet time i'm definitely going to grab control i want to check it out because yeah like creepy weird vibes that's the, i am all over that so mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know that the game i was super excited for the game i didn't really watch anything about it because i kind of wanted to go in blind yeah. and then i remember it dropped and it was getting good reviews but i know it, it didn't sell well at all but and then like, towards the end of the year i remember a lot of sites were having it as like their game of the year and i was like whoa this so this really is like <laughs> 
this is like a big time game that I just totally kind of pushed off to but the it, side. I think you were saying it might have been your game of the year last year, or it was at least up there. So, yeah, I think it kind of was my game of the year last year. But to kind of like go back to what you said before, it, it definitely. I mean, I have a PS4 Pro, and and there are some performance issues. So I definitely, it, it would definitely slow down on a regular PS4. I think, for sure. Don't PS4 shame me. For not having a pro, don't. That's not. <laughs> oh, okay. So, okay, yeah. So, yeah. Obviously, it's not on my list. I haven't played it, but I definitely am excited to uh, to check it out in the future. Um, before we move on, is there anything else on Control you want to touch? No. Nah. I'm, no? I'm well, well. The drama with Control charging existing Control users. I'm not even gonna get into that, but <laughs> we'll move on. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, let's go down to my number nine. Um, my number nine is Fire Emblem Three Houses on the Nintendo Switch. Nice. So I'd never played a Fire Emblem. Well, I never really played a Fire Emblem game myself before. My brother-in-law on the, got the one on the Wii, um, Radiant Dawn. I don't know what I don't know what it's called, but yeah. um, I remember watching him play it, and I suck at strategy RPGs as much as I love JRPGs. Strategy RPGs, I just I don't know. I try. I've tried playing Final Fantasy Tactics so many times, and it's just my brain can't understand it, and I suck at it. So, when they announced this, I was like, "Okay, another Fire Emblem I won't play." But I remember talking to you about it, and you got it, and you were loving it, and the reviews were just all out of this world. So I was like, "You know what? This game looks cool. I love this idea of you. You know, you've got the, the different houses. You're going to be a professor. It's almost like a Hogwarts <laughs> kind yeah. of thing." So. I was just like, you know, this this is really speaking to me. All this, there's more, you know, with all the, just the, the different students going around the grounds and stuff sounded cool. So finally, I, I just, I gave in, I bought it, and I am so glad I did because that game was <laughs> fantastic. Um, it was my game of the year last year, um, which is a super surprise. I never would have guessed that would have happened. But, um, so I've... I've beaten the game twice, and I got halfway through a third playthrough because I wanted to do all of the houses. Black Eagles for life, obviously. <laughs> um, but I just... It it was... Burnout. Obviously, I don't play with permadeath. I'm just a, a big fat baby, so I wasn't I wasn't going to dare lose any of my precious pupils and students. So, um, you know, I just played on normal difficulty, which really was... It's pretty easy, um, especially if you take the time to kind of level up a little at the beginning, which you can do, which is nice. But until like the last, really the last battle, I don't think I struggled much at all, uh, which I was, was totally fine with me because I was really there for just the in-between stuff. I loved the calendar setup. You're teaching the students. You're having them grow. You know, you're, you're coming up with all different classes. They're interacting with each other. I just, man, I was so into to that. I wasn't a big fan of... I thought I'd be more into the tea time, but it was just kind of more weird and creepy and awkward than I was really ready to be a part of. So I was like, you know what? That's okay. But, uh, you know, in the end, me and Dorothea, we we, uh, we went on to have a very happy life. So I'm uh, I'm just glad I, I played it. Is uh, what you have any thoughts on Fire Emblem Three Houses? So it's it didn't make my list, although I, I loved it. Didn't finish it just because... I think it came out last summer, right? 2019, last summer? Yes. yes so I had to do like a bunch of like work trips. And I think like just working all day and then coming back to like a hotel room, like that's the last thing I wanted to do was like have to like sit here and teach some kids stuff. And I, I think like <laughs> um, some smaller games, like I think I was like finishing up Katana Zero. Um, and just like a few like indie games that I had. So like I just I haven't touched Fire Emblem since then. I think I went back to it like a, uh, at the beginning of like uh, this of 2020 and I did not remember anything. So I was like, OK, I have to restart this and then oh. just go hard, you know, so. Yeah, so but it's a good you could game. have lived you could have lived your Mr. Escalante stand and deliver. <laughs> fantasy and you just you threw it away you threw those kids away and you didn't even just try toss them aside wow <laughs> what, what would lou diamond phillips say right now i don't even want to know um I, so the game is like it's really long it's a very yeah. long game so i don't i don't blame it for not finishing it but the, i think one of the coolest parts of the game is um about halfway through there's like a time jump 
so all all your little students have different uh like all you know you anytime someone talks in these jrpgs you get like the little profile picture and after the time jump they're mostly like different so they've got like either longer hair or a ponytail or or like shorter hair it's just it's small stuff but it is just really (laughs) i really cared about it a lot now i want to go play so you didn't even get past the time jump no i got like probably close to it right to it yeah Yeah. and then that's when i was like oh you have to go fly here and then this and then it's just like i don't know some people can like sit on planes and and read or or play as soon as i get like in my seat i'm like i knock out so it's like a whole like five hour four hour plane ride was just like wasted to me like napping (laughs) well yeah i mean the people should know you're like the size of a hobbit so you can just kind of probably curl up and fall asleep and uh blanky please <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm not like super tall but I'm, I'm i'm like six foot six one so i'm more like an ent trying to sit in those freaking plane seats so i can't fall asleep so i will read <laughs> or play the switch so um no i mean I, I again it's a really long game i'm not totally sure how i played through it twice Um, but i really after playing the black eagle house i did want to see what the other houses were like so then i went golden deer which is a very good house but it's not it's not black eagle black eagle is just the bomb um and then my last playthrough more recently i got only halfway through was uh with the blue lions and they're just they're definitely the the weakest of the the houses but it's it's funny because i think everyone has different tastes because i've heard people who love you know Mm -hmm. they ride hard for that blue lion house but um that just wasn't wasn't so much for me sorry dimitri um but again just it was just so enjoyable just oh i'm gonna go garden now oh well i'm gonna go cook with this student i'm gonna go in the church and sing with this student and i'm gonna go it's just i really enjoyed just their interactions with each other um it was just definitely a a lot to do oh yeah there's so much the game is it's so massive i think it's probably I don't know. It was probably at least like fifty hours. I can't. I can't remember off the top On of my head. On one but house or your two playthroughs? Maybe it was more like 40, 45 hours the first playthrough. I that's, can't remember. I mean, but that's, it's that's still long. It's long. Yeah. But it's so so good. So I again game of the year last year. It comes in number nine on my list, and uh, I just I loved it. So uh, what uh, what was your number nine? My number nine Spider Man on PS4. Woo-wee. <laughs> Spider-Man, <laughs> it was so damn good. I love that game. Um, another one I finished. <laughs> um, it just, it was so good. And what I loved is that they uh, put their own twist on this Spider-Man. Like, I definitely don't want to say, like, any spoilers, but, um, you know, when certain characters die, it's, like, you almost weren't expecting it. And so it was nice to see, like... Uh, you know, you you take Spider-Man, but you put your own spin on this superhero that we all know and love. And I just, I mean, the city was huge. The gameplay, the swinging, it was, it, it was good. I really enjoyed that game. Um, I think we even talked about it last week. I just didn't finish the uh, DLCs, but the base game was pretty solid, and it looks really good. Yes. So. Spider-Man's on my list. We'll, we'll get to the ranking later, but um, I I agree with everything you say. I loved that Insomniac basically did their own take. Like it would have been so easy at this at the time to eat to be have been basically like, oh, you know, the MCU, Tom Holland's Spider-Man. We could just kind of tie into that, which yeah. I mean, sure would have been fine. But just basically them saying, no, this is our take. He had that cool new you know suit with the you know the the white spider on it and everything it was pretty sweet. So. I agree. Um, I love their. T- I love Insomniac's take on it. Um, Peter Parker slash Spider Man is probably he'd probably be like my favorite character in just like all of media. You know, yeah. books, movies, video games, comics. I love Peter Parker. He's just so fantastic, and their take on him was incredible. Um, it was I know a lot of people before this game. I would say most people probably would say that Spider Man Two was like their favorite Spider Man game just because <laughs> the swinging in it was so good, but. Um, and I agree, it was it was really fun to swing in that game. But actually, I think before this game, did you ever play Shattered Dimensions? I um, did not. Last gen, no. So I think that was Beanox that made that one. That game actually, I thought that game was pretty freaking dope. It was. Um, it's basically there's four different like universes that kind of collide. So you've got, you know, you have Amazing Spider-Man in one universe where basically 
what's the best way to say it? So you would have there's four Spider-Man, so it kind of broke up into chapters. So Amazing Spider-Man, it's like a Craven the Hunter level, and you're just his move sets one way. Then you've got Ultimate Spider-Man, and you're fighting like Electro, and the the, the just the the art style changes, the voice acting of the character changes because it's it's basically. It's almost, I would say it's very similar to the Into the Spider-Verse movie that we talked, okay. that we were kind of talked yeah. about last time, where, again, they're their own version of Spider-Man, um, and you're kind of seeing the different styles. There's Spider-Man Noir, which was more like stealth, and it was black and white, and it was really cool. So I really enjoyed that game, but that game doesn't touch the, the PS4 game. The PS4 game is incredible. It's Swinging is amazing. I got the platinum in this game, and that was a nice. an easy, enjoyable platinum. There, I did play the DLC. I actually wish I hadn't because it kind of <laughs> lessened the game in my eyes playing oh. the DLC because it just wasn't as good. It was more just here's harder enemies, more annoying enemies. I just I, I, I don't care for the DLC, so don't go back and play the DLC. But um, <laughs> the game I did was like fantastic. unlocking all those uh, costumes, all the different Spider-Man costumes you can get. That was fun. Oh my god, that was like one of the best parts of the game. Is every yeah. time you unlocked a new one, you're like, "All right, let me check this out." Some of them are dumb, but yeah. it was fun because, like, oh, I'm gonna be this Spider-Man for like an hour. And you're like, you know what? Let me change it. Let me do this weird black cat, black and red outfit, and and it was just, it was really cool. I loved changing the suits in that one for sure. I definitely like normally I don't care about skins in most games. I would say there are a few examples, um, but that one definitely just the different suits was really really cool i really enjoyed mj not playing as her because that was not fun doing her little stealth <laughs> missions but just her as a character i like that they made her like a kind of investigative journalist and yeah. she was getting into it and i i just thought their relationship was really great her as a character she was just so much more interesting than you know in the comics she's like she she's like an actress or like a model and then she kind of opens up like her nightclubs and stuff and she's just kind of there and in, in, in some of the comics, they obviously there's there's a ton of comics where she, she gets deeper. Um, she works like for Tony Stark at some point, but I just thought in this game it was so cool how she was kind of more of this. She was just this journalist. She's trying to get the bottom of the story, and she was just way more interesting than normal. And definitely, I wasn't crazy about how they did Miles Morales in that game, so I'm hopeful that the his his standalone is better coming up. Um, again, we talked about Into the Spider Verse, which is incredible. That's the best Miles Morales right there, but. Yeah. Um, Anyway, I think yeah, they're going to so, do, do his game good. No, I do too. I'm, I'm really excited. That's That alone, having that launch makes me want that, P, that PS5 right when it comes out. Oh, I'm yeah. really excited about that. <laughs> but no, I I agree. Um, I guess, what did how did you feel about the combat in the game? Did you enjoy the combat of Spider-Man? Yeah, I really liked it. Like, it almost like, to me, comes off as when you're like down and dirty, it kind of seems like it's kind of like a brawler. So I'm totally fine with that, you know, just kind of like swinging around, throwing punches, using like some of your like techniques or skills. Um, I liked it. Uh, there was really, I have very few, I guess, bad things to say about the game. I just, I think I just like literally sat there with like a smile on my face the entire time. Uh, I even loved the boss fights. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty good actually. Yeah, the boss fights were fun. Um, this again, we're gonna kind of probably tiptoe around spoiler stuff, but like basically, you've got the Sinister Six forming in this game, uh, and you're having like they're two like you'll you're fighting usually like two of them at a time, which is cool yeah. how they're kind of interacting with each other. Uh, no, it was it was so good. I remember just a quick anecdote in this one, then we can move on unless you have something else. Is basically um, when I was playing this game, uh, I think I could tell I was getting kind of close to the end, and um, a hurricane was kind of hitting the east coast where we lived so i knew that i was worried that power was probably going to go out over the next couple of days so i was like you know what i'm gonna stay up until i finish this game i think i stayed up to like four in the morning oh my god <laughs> just because i had to finish the game before the hurricane came so i because i couldn't wait another four or five days to find out what happens and like you said there is surprising a surprising death in the game that uh really was a a cool turn that it took yeah. um and was sad but it was uh, i had to get that day game done so i was i think i actually got sick because i stayed up so late and didn't get that much sleep <laughs> that night but it was worth it anything for worth peter <laughs> yeah um no so that was my nine spider-man was awesome great looks good plays good loved it um but that's pretty much all i have on it all right what so let's, is uh... yeah what's your number eight 
So, yeah. So we'll go to my number eight. So this one might be a bit of a surprise to you. We'll see. My number eight is The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. What? <laughs> and that's, it's not my number eight. I, I figured. So I'm going to come out and say it right now. You know, hot take here. This game's overrated. <laughs> I'm disconnecting. <laughs> so here's kind of my stance on it's it's an awesome game i i love it i've when every time i open my switch and you know that list the most longest game played breath of the wild is number one every single time oh uh, i saw you it, playing it the other day but go ahead <laughs> <laughs> so it's again i i love the game it's number eight out of a whole generation that's great um i guess but the way everyone talks about how it's like the greatest game of all time the best zelda ever i disagree with um it is very cool but there's just certain things about it that kind of hold it back just as a zelda game specifically for me um you know i loved it i loved exploring it was so tranquil at times just walking around um nothing made me more happy than seeing a new shrine off in the distance knowing i could yeah. glide down there and get to it and i i loved you know the individual shrines i completed every single one um but on the downside I wasn't the idea of the divine beast was cool and I liked that um you know they gave you like a special ability each time especially like what was it the bird one kind of let you do that like super jump into the air which was great for uh, you know exploring stuff but those divine beast quote-unquote dungeons were trash I did not like those at all (laughs) yeah I mean, you 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 think you? I mean, okay. So, Breath of the Wild is my fifth game, right? That's on my list. So, I mm-hmm. definitely agree that the you can't call the Divine Beast dungeons, right? I I, I mean, I don't think so. I, it's just kind of like a, an extended trial. But then even some of them, I, I, I so. Gosh, because Zelda, it's just like, where do you start, right? Because there's definitely more than one way to do things. Um, I remember some of those, uh, there was one trial, I think, uh, that you had to like move the electricity, um, get it from one point to the other. And I literally just threw down all my weapons and shields and made it connect instead of using the like the set piece they give you right so i just like had the lightning go from like the starting point to the finishing point i I threw everything i had that can like transfer electricity to the end point and i know i used i did almost the same thing in a divine beast because i was like i can't figure this out and so i was like let me just throw down all my weapons and connect whatever i need to connect um so I, i had more fun doing the shrines than the divine beast dungeons quote unquote Right. So I, I do think the design of the game is incredible. Like, like to your point, if you think, well, maybe this would work. In most games, that doesn't work. <laughs> but in this yeah. game, almost anything, if you thought it would work, it worked. To your point, well, I, how do I get this electricity? I don't know what they want me to do, but I've got a bunch of metal weapons. I'm going to make this conductor go from here to here, and it's going to work. And then it works, which is, it is unreal. I don't know how they QA'd this game to where all that stuff worked. Yeah. I, I definitely don't disagree with that. I guess for me... I'm. I just love the format as tried and true as it is of the old Zelda games, where it's like go to a dungeon, get to the dungeon, you get a new weapon or item in the dungeon that you're going to use from here on out, and it's going to open up stuff elsewhere. And it's just it gives you whether it's like a hook shot to platform or a bow and arrow to to shoot things down. It just I love that idea. I didn't like where again the. The Divine Beasts, again, I, I, they're the closest things to dungeons, I guess. I mean, the shrines are just so... They're like basically a room in a dungeon almost. They're just like little puzzles here and there, which I loved. But the Divine Beasts, I just I didn't like the puzzles they had in them. Um, I didn't really care about the, the bosses at really any of them. They weren't that interesting to me like normal Zelda bosses. I just... I like the old school style of, you know, go to the dungeon, get the item, fight the boss slash mini bosses in there and just, you know, do your thing. I get that yeah. people were getting tired of it. Um, I just I love it, so it was fine with me. I do love how they just said, "Well, you know what? We're gonna do this now." But I guess, in a way, it almost doesn't feel like a Zelda game to me the way I enjoy it. I know it's very similar to the original, where it's just you know go wherever you want, yeah. do whatever you want. It is like that, and it is a very cool feeling. I just I love the dungeons, so, and I don't you know in this in Breath of the Wild they give you basically five or six of your little tools at the beginning you know the bombs the static the the telekinesis and then that's really it all you get the rest of the way 
I just really yeah. enjoy getting those new items basically in the dungeons. I, okay, so I, I, I agree and I disagree, right? So I kind of think like Zelda definitely had to move on or at least kind of like move on with the times, right? So like kind of like update its formula. I do wish that, I, 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 I look, I love the freedom that it gives you to do anything anytime you want in any order, but I really think there should have been some dungeons that do give you a certain item so you can reach other areas that you wouldn't reach in the you know what i mean like keep things a mystery and keep things out of my reach let me go do some of these dungeons like you don't have to put story moments into these dungeons since you're going to hit the dungeons uh in any order at any time so obviously your the story is not going to make sense if you lock it to a story but i'm perfectly okay with the dungeons giving me a certain item and the game locking me out of certain sections that way it's like Oh, you want to come here and, you know, get on this mountain in the jungle. Oh, but you're going to need a hookshot for that. Oh, but you can only get the hookshot in an ice dungeon. So, like, make me go across the map to go get this and come back. You know what I mean? Like, move me around the map, move me around the island, but I still want that freedom, if that makes sense. Like, I I guess, uh, what was A Link Between Worlds. That, that was good, because you get all the dungeons, and you can literally do the dungeons in any order. Right. So, But again, with Link Between Worlds, that is, so basically you just go and you like buy the different items to rent, right? I didn't really yeah. like that either. <laughs> and it's like, well, this is like, you, yeah, this is your arrow, bow and arrow dungeons to go here. I just, I, again, I don't, I don't know how you make it as free and open as Breath of the Wild by also locking parts off with items in dungeons. I don't know how you do it. So that's I understand why it's not in there. Um, if I just I just love that as that's really the main thing I miss is you know going here you're going to get a new knowing that along the journey you're going to get new items having them all given to you kind of at once on the Great Plateau. Yeah. I wasn't as crazy about because I feel like there was times where I just wouldn't use certain things unless I had to for a puzzle. Like I yeah. love that once you have the hook shot that's like a game changer in you know Ocarina or some of the newer ones, but even in the Link to the Past, but. I don't know, just something about, I just like being able to get new items, um, which the game doesn't do. I, I agree that, you know, I, I understand the stance of people wanting it to be more open and just more, you know, different formula because it was getting kind of tired, but um, I like that formula. It works for me. So I, I, I it's, you know, I'm kind of, it's kind of a, a weird uh, catch-22, I guess, in that respect. But um, one thing I did really enjoy about it was I really enjoyed each of the divine uh, was it the the, the champions? Uh, not the divine, just yeah. the, the champions. Where I guess there was the older ones that you'd see in the flashbacks, and then kind of their new contemporaries in this hundred year later storyline. I did really enjoy meeting each of them and kind of learning about them too. That was really cool. I did, yeah, I do, I I did love that, and I loved that they gave Zelda a voice and made her more. Um, like animated or dramatic, you know, because it kind of made you feel like this is not just your grandma Zelda, you know, like this is this is like this is different, you know, it it, it was great. It was nice seeing those like flashbacks. Um, like my favorite one was like her and Link running in the um, in the woods and like she fell or something like that. Oh, man, I'm like my memory is so bad, but <laughs> it was. I, I did like that. I liked the... I feel like the voices for the champions were nailed down. I think Zelda's voice was nailed down. I, I did like all of that that they've added that the Zelda series has pretty much never had before. Um, man, but to... And this kind of goes back to Zelda's like open world. I do think they... Uh, like. Zelda or Queen of Time definitely set a standard for all games going forward. I mean, so did Mario 64, but Zelda did, right? In terms of, like, those kind of adventure games. It it definitely set a bar. And I feel like Breath of the Wild raised that bar for all open-world games now. Because, you know, I played Horizon after Zelda, and I felt extremely, like, uh, locked down. And when I played Skyrim, I felt like, and I played, obviously, Skyrim came out before Breath of the Wild, but you, I look back to those games, and I'm like, wow, these games are really restrictive compared to Zelda. You know, Zelda definitely, like, 
set this bar for open world games and kind of like what we said last week with Ghost of Tsushima, that raised that bar as far as we don't need a mini-map for games. You know, so I think like, was Breath of the Wild the best Zelda game? Not the best. Did it raise like the bar and kind of set a new standard? I think it definitely did. I agree with the exploration side where the fact that you can climb anywhere at any time is fantastic. Again, playing it again, just like you say, re- like, recently. No, sorry. Just the fact that, like, no, you're fine. when you're when it's raining and you're climbing up a mountain, you you slide down. Like, yeah, it's so frustrating. You know, like when you're like, oh, I think I can climb this mountain, and you're climbing it, and it starts raining, and then like, nope, see ya. You're you're sliding all the way down. Like, what game? What other game does that? Takes the the weather into like an accurate you know account of like okay it's raining the rock is going to be slippery you're not going to be able to hold on to this rock like no game does that you know and this is a game that's literally on switch hardware that is known to not be the most powerful console but yet it's doing these type of things I hated the rain. <laughs> I was no, no, to it, sucks. Stuff, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying it sucks. I hated it, but it's you know what I mean? Like who else is doing that? No, it is a very cool touch. And again, that goes back to the design we talked about. It's just the game is so incredibly designed with all this stuff coming into play where it starts to lightning and any anything weapon on you, you're gonna get struck by lightning. You better switch to wood or or, or yes. other it is it does take everything into account. It is so cool in that way. I just I hated <laughs> I hated because I loved climbing. That was my favorite thing was climbing. When you get like that outfit where you yeah. can climb anything or the, <laughs> it increases your stamina. Yeah, yeah, when you get the increase your stamina, I was like, yes, let me get this. I just want to be able to climb everything and then glide down wherever I need to go. That was fantastic. Also, um, yeah, other games do feel limited to your point. Horizon, really anything. The closest thing is like an Assassin's Creed where you can climb most of the stuff in them, but it's still not quite like this. Um, yeah. But I, another thing we got to talk about real quick on this game is the breakable weapons. I hate the breakable weapons. I hate that design it sucks. so much. It sucks. <laughs> That's I mean, why it's I, so much. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead. You go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no. Go, go, go. <laughs> I was going to say, the, the one thing about it is it does make the Master Sword so much, so satisfying once you have it. Because, I mean, it doesn't break. It does, like, run out of power or whatever, which is annoying. But at least knowing that the Master Sword is always there for you and it's not going to break despite it will run out of, like, charge or whatever. But um, yeah. I just, I hated that. I don't I don't think that's ever enjoyable in any design. Is and So Breath of the Wild 2, just to kind of go on a little turn here, are they going to have breakable weapons? Is it going to be the same? I'm going to say no. Really? I don't you, think, you think they'll change I think, it? Yeah, I think they'll change it. I think this game wow. is going to... I mean, I feel like Breath of the Wild 2 is going to be another big game. I feel like it's almost... Because, I mean, obviously nobody knows what's going on, right? But we that trailer mm-hmm. is, is super like... Um, like a mystery right so i think that maybe you know obviously link has a master sword and this is a direct sequel from breath of the wild so you have the master sword you didn't you're not putting it away so he's probably going to stay with the master sword so i don't think like it's it's going to be another hey here's hyrule go get on your horse and i don't think we're going to see that again and for breath of the wild too that's interesting. I, would, I did not think you were going to say that. I thought you would say, yeah, unfortunately, they're still going to have breakable. That's interesting. Nah. I, well, I mean, because we don't even know where they are. Everybody's assuming that, like, they're um, underground or whatever. All, all we know is that, in, again, in the trailer, when it shows, like, the smoke coming from Hyrule Castle, we don't even know if it, like, lifted up or fell, right? It just, like, it shook and, like, this whole, like, dust cloud came out from underneath it. So... You know, maybe that is like something happened, right? So maybe that's like a cinematic. Something happens, the game opens up, maybe the whole land changes, maybe there's a whole slew of like actual dungeons. But I honestly think it's going to be Link doing dungeons with the Master Sword in the style of Breath of the Wild. So, like, still the free roam, the open world, but I think it's just going to be you and the Master Sword this time. Interesting. That sounds incredible yeah. to me. So, I mean, obviously, when everyone when everyone saw this um, 
the trailer, everyone's first thought is almost, well, this is Majora's Mask to Ocarina, right? It looks darker. Yeah. It looks, but even though Ocarina is a standalone game, it's a long Zelda game. It does have a feel of almost like a half sequel, not like the next main line in a series, right? Are you? Is that kind of the vibe you're getting from Breath of the Wild to you, or is it really just this is the next game in the Zelda series? It's a full game. Uh, honestly, I have not thought about that because it's almost like the the Miles Morales of Spider-Man. Is Breath of the Wild 2 going to be like... Because uh, the developers did say that they... Breath of the Wild 2 is coming from all the extra content they were making for Breath of the Wild but couldn't fit it in, so they decided to make an, another a sequel. So... Is it just like an extra little bit of content, like 20 hours? Or is this like, no, this is our next, this is the next evolution of Zelda, right? So we introduced the open world and breakable weapons. What worked, what didn't work? Okay, well now we're gonna make it more streamlined with dungeons and you know get rid of the breakable weapons, maybe. That's my thought. Yeah, I, and I, I don't know. I, it doesn't feel like the next this is the you know this is Wind Waker compared to Ocarina, um, but again, I mean Majora's Mask. It's a full game. It's not like uh, Lost in yeah, Uncharted Lost Legacy where it feels like maybe half the length or like a, th- a two thirds the length or whatever. But I don't know. It's yeah. just very maybe because it ha- came out so soon. And to your point, they were saying it's stuff that extra stuff they kind of had laying around. Basically, they want to put into a game. So I don't know. I guess COVID kind of missed all up. Maybe this game probably would have been out already by then, and we'd know. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm just I, I am very excited for what it, the Breath of the Wild two is going to be. I do you get to play as Zelda, or are you only playing as Link? I okay. <laughs> before okay, so before we move on, here's a three quick takes or maybe two. Mm-hmm. I think if COVID didn't happen, we would be seeing this game this holiday because. Mm-hmm. And again, nobody knows, right? We're still in August. Nobody knows what Nintendo's going to bring. Nintendo dropped the Paper Mario trailer two months before it came out. So we have no idea what Nintendo has up its sleeve for the rest of this year. And I do appreciate Nintendo not saying something, not making promises, and then having to like, oh, sorry, guys, we're not going to make it. You know what? Don't promise me anything. Surprise me instead. I'm not, so like, I'm not expecting Nintendo to announce anything big this year for the rest of the year but if something does get announced it's going to blow my socks off versus me assuming that we're going to get zelda or astral chain 2 or something this year like no keep let me let me keep my expectations in check so i definitely think we would have saw breath of the wild 2 this year if covid didn't happen now for breath of the wild 2 i kind of do think we'll be playing as zelda Maybe the story will split off. Maybe because I feel like (laughs) maybe this Zelda is going to be a little bit smaller in terms of like scale that we will get. You can play as as both, you know, Um, in the beginning, you can pick like Zelda story or Link story. They're going to intertwine. But for the most part, maybe you both might go your own way while you explore whatever you're exploring. Yeah. Which would kind of lead back to like no need for the breakable weapons, right? You pick Link, he travels with his sword. So you're going to be playing as a melee character in this game. Zelda uh, has that bow and arrow, the light arrow. So you play as her as a ranged character through her story. That'd be kind of cool. I, I, I would love if, if she was playable and she had her own style and she felt very different from Link. Uh, and she was like her own little badass. I think that would be super cool if we get to play yeah. as Zelda for sure. Quick, for sure. agile, like high, like fat, like high and fast jumps. Like it, it would be amazing to like have two different styles of play um, for this game. Yeah, that would. Oh, so good. Okay, but yeah. anything else uh, on Breath of the Wild? Again, I, <laughs> I, it's it's a great Zelda game. It's it's my number eight of the generation. I love it. Um, but I, I do have some kind of nitpicks with it but uh, any other thoughts on breath of the wild before we go down to your number eight um i am all out of breath of the wild <laughs> you're all out of breath <laughs> of the wild I'm all, out of breath. I'm like, <laughs> all right cut the check that's it right there cut the check that was it <laughs> all right let's let's get out let's go let's go on my uh number eight i have katana zero for switch 
<laughs> I know you played it. Did you finish it? I finished it, and I'm going to let you kind of take it from here. It's not on my list. Um, I'm trying to look. Okay, yeah, it didn't crack my top 200, so it's not on my list here. But uh, <laughs> oh, you go man. ahead first, and then I'll, I'll kind of come in. What, why, what about Katana Zero really tickled your fancy? First of all, Katana Zero has really good music. Uh, it's... Man, I don't even know how to describe it. But the music is great per the levels. What really drew me into Katana Zero is how uh, hard the game is. But like the like the mistakes you make on a level, it's hard. But it's it's kind of like your fault. So I never felt like I was cheated out of like a loss. I kind of was like, oh, damn it. I should have been quicker or I should have jumped. So having like going through the level and then having like you die immediately. One shot, you're dead. But then having that quick quick rewind to get you right back into the level was just so much fun to me because it's like uh, watching my mistake over and over and over and I'm like okay I got it this time and then when you finally do get through it was it was so satisfying just to actually win and um get through like whatever level it was or boss fight yeah, so I mean, I, I'm being a little <laughs> facetious. I, I didn't hate the game. I did enjoy the game. I just didn't <laughs> love it. And, and towards the end, I did want it to be over. But um, I guess it, so it's, it's almost similar to like uh, Hotline Miami, where it's like, this is your area, just kind of, it's one hit kills, basically. You got It's almost like a puzzle to try to find out the best way to get through it without being touched and with taking out all these different types of, uh, of enemies. So that is cool. Um, not just not my favorite type, I guess, genre, I would say. But um, I enjoyed the story at the beginning, but I guess the more yeah. into it and the more kind of convoluted it got, the less I kind of cared. And I was like, all right, I'm, just, I'm ready for this to be done. Story was good. Um, it definitely leaves the door open for a part two, which I thought we would have seen this year, and we didn't. So that was kind of um, definitely a little disappointing. But the the pixel art, the two D, it just it looked good. I had I had so much fun. Like I played that game from start to finish, uh, probably like a week or two. But definitely uh, loved it. Loved the music. I know I said that like three times, but I can't <laughs> state it enough. The music was was really good. But how'd you feel about the music? The <laughs> Get out of here. Would the sequel be called Katana 1? I don't know. <laughs> Katana uh, Zero so, 2, maybe? Uh, so that that's your number 8, you said? Katana Zero? Yeah, my number 8, and I did finish it. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about Katana Zero before I quickly move on and forget about it? No, let's move on. <laughs> All right, my number seven um, is Super Mario Odyssey. So, is that on your list? No. Wow, okay. All right, we're going to get into this. So, (laughs) yeah, I I think, again, I think most people will probably have Breath of the Wild as their favorite Switch game, but as far as Switch exclusives, just exclusives, this is, well, well, like... Well, maybe not. It's the top one. But either way, of those two, this is the one that I just, I thought it was just pure, unadulterated fun. I just had such a blast just playing the game, finding moons, um, the excitement of going, discovering what the next, the, the theme of the next world was going to be and exploring out, find out just what color the moons are in the world. I just, I absolutely adored it. I thought it was so much fun. I'm actually replaying it right now um, nice. and just having a freaking ball. It's just, it's just pure fun. It's, the Cappy just finding, just you know, throwing him at various things <laughs> and creatures, and just getting to kind of just seeing how them turn into little Mario versions of them, and just using them to kind of platform around, just do stuff. You know, you can be a T Rex, you can be a zipper that like opens doors and stuff. I just thought it was so creative, just so much pure, pure, pure fun. I loved yeah. it. I thought it was. I so know. Good. I agree. The, the game was fun. I finished it. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I uh, gave it to my nephew so he can play, and I think he lost the freaking game. Thanks. Oh, my God. What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> He's like six, though, so it's okay. But um, <laughs> no, it, it was fun. It, it was good to have kind of like a classic 3D Mario game again. With like, I mean, I know the hat was kind of like a gimmick, but it. I, I mean, you, you didn't have to use it for all the time. Kind, I mean, you, I mean, probably like a few times a level, but... I never felt like I, I never felt like the hat was a burden or a gimmick. 
I guess. So I mean, I I loved the hat. I loved like, what am I going to be able to control in this one? Oh, I'm 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 a tree, and I'm just moving over to unveil a secret so I can find this moon. I'm just the again when the cool. first the first well, I guess not the first level, the second level, they let you take that T Rex. That's just like, oh man, yeah. thank you, <laughs> Nintendo. You've you've done it. This is all I ever wanted in my life since 1993, and I saw Jurassic Park. <laughs> I just wanted to be a T Rex with a mustache. That's really all I I need in my heart of hearts. But to our point, similar to Spider Man. The various adorable outfits I was able to put on Mario. He was my little dress-up doll. That, that was, was cool. so satisfying. Oh, I'm going to the beach it one. Was. Here's my little my little bathing suit <laughs> Mario. It was just so much fun seeing what new outfits they would have and, and dressing him up. And it was just so, so satisfying. I just The platforming was fantastic. Um, yeah, as far as nailed. 3D Mario goes, I just... I don't know. It's not... I wouldn't say it's the best one. I think... I think Super Mario Galaxy would probably have to be the best 3D Mario, but it might have been my favorite. I just had such a freaking blast going through that game. I, think I just my had favorite. the biggest smile on my face. It's so, so good. So that's why it's my number seven. And again, I just, I loved it so much. So much. Nice. I definitely like that. Um, all right. And my number seven, which we already talked about, was uh, Golf Story. So, nice. um, yeah, so uh, what I think we'll do is we'll wrap it up here and then we'll do a part two and kind of like finish that out. What do you think? Yeah, that sounds good to me because we're probably running super long. <laughs> we're only halfway through <laughs> our list. So, no, that may, that sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, so again, join us next time and we'll finish out our top 10 for this generation and we'll jump in with, what is it? Number seven, right? So I think... Uh, so I, yeah, we've gone through seven, so we'll be at six. Oh yeah, six. All right, cool. All right, math's hard sometimes. That's gonna... it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, join us next time for our top ten, starting at number six. Bye. Bye, Condios. Con